Welcome to PB Link Stories. We explore the stories and uncover the business secrets of some of Britain's most successful entrepreneurs. So hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Bill Mayer of precisionpresentation.com and I'm on a quest to learn the secret of business. I think the answer is to be found amongst Britain's very diverse entrepreneurs. Today I'm talking to a very successful businessman, Bart Kowalczyk of PBLink and Automate Now and Edinburgh Connections. His ambition is to create and grow the most diverse business network in the UK. Bart is partnered with blue chip names in business, including NatWest RBS, Carter Lemons Cameron's Solicitors, and the British Polish Chamber of Commerce. He packs out prestigious conference centres in London and Edinburgh. Let's find out how he does it. And to our listeners, if you stay with us through to the end, we're going to reveal the secret of business. Hello, Bart. Hello. Hello, Bill. Thank you very much for a kind uh, introduction. Not at all, not at all. But uh, let's start up. Uh, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself? Uh, yes, you mentioned about uh, being a migrant entrepreneur. Uh, I think this is something that in very short. I can describe myself as a, someone who actually is migrant because I came to the UK in 2006 mm-hmm. and I've opened a business, not straight away, not uh, at, uh, at the time when I arrived, but uh, uh, five, four years after I, I started my journey uh, as an entrepreneur. Um, a little bit story. So I, I graduated economics in uh, in in Opole in in Poland, um, mm-hmm. 2006. That was a little bit tough times in Poland when it comes to market uh, labor market, uh, and obviously EU uh, opened the doors for people like me in 2004. So it looked for me that, uh, yeah, why, why not try to live somewhere else, maybe improve a little bit of language. Um, and that, that my quest has started, really. So that, uh, here I am uh, back yeah. in 2020, uh, now with business, and uh, I'm 15 years next year. So that is a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, you mentioned the, the phrase there, migrant entrepreneur. We'll come back to that later on. But this is a phrase that uh, Cuban-American businessman, a mega businessman, a tycoon, uh, Glenn Yopis, sorry, Glenn Yopis has coined and he, he's, he's taking it back, migrant entrepreneur, he says, this is something we should all aspire to, far from being an insult, this is, uh, this is something that we should all try to be. But we'll come back to that. But you have three businesses up and running now. Uh, can you talk me through what, what each of them does? Yes, I think the uh, the business concepts are developing over the time. So uh, I still um, consider myself as a as a relatively small business. Obviously, so as a small business owner, I try to diversify uh, the income, uh, and hence this is the three um, main main products, main, main projects that I'm involved at the moment. Um, 
So the first one, um, in short, PB Link, which stands yep. for Polish Business Link, is a, is a community-driven organization, a networking organization for, for, for Polish, but not only for Polish, for diverse entrepreneurs uh, who want to do more business uh, via networking. Um, this specific uh, uh, community organization is more focusing on, um, uh, on England, on London, um, Edinburgh Connections, as it stands, is Edinburgh-based. I live in Edinburgh, uh, so through my, throughout my connections, together with my business partner Colin, uh, we have developed uh, the, the similar concept, but for local communities here in Edinburgh. And finally, I'll automate now. Uh, my my recent baby um, is yeah. um, it's about uh, it's about really helping businesses to using technology in the business. Uh, because I've, I'm, I'm using, I'm, I'm fan of technology. I'm always trying to find the best solution. And uh, uh, automate now is basically kind, kind of training and uh, um, and and service providers helping them to help helping entrepreneurs to find their way to automate a little bit, automate and save time uh, okay. and build the value to the business. Um, yes, I mean you, you mentioned about PB Link. It's down and it started in Scotland. I think you told me before, and then it really took off down in London. And uh, you, you mentioned, of course, it's, it started off as basically a network for Polish entrepreneurs, but now it's expanded. And I've noticed in events I've been to down in London, and up in Scotland as well, PBLink, an increasing number of entrepreneurs and guests and visitors and even members from outside Poland. And it really is. This is So PBLink really is starting to, to give birth to your dream of, the UK's most diverse network. Yeah, fair comment, and, and yes, and that is always my aim. But uh, yeah, uh, so some of people are are asking me, you know, uh, am I uh, allowed to come to the Polish events? And and hmm. the answer is obviously yes. It's it's our roots. It's like in Scotland, in England, in whatever uh, time we we've got our own roots. My my roots is is Polish, and uh, and I I think. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to hide my my roots, and uh, and um, same as as you, uh, Bill. Uh, I believe mm. so. So 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 the, my aim is to say, okay, I'm I'm open for discussion um, uh, and uh, uh, to, to talk to the businesses, and I, I want to pass my knowledge of running the events with different community groups over the last eight ten years. And I want to create something, I think, what is called kind of legacy of our life, like something that we can help really. I've started my own business with nothing, with, uh, I don't know, a few, few, few hundred pounds. Uh-huh. And and that is that is something that I want to uh, kind of message to people. If, if you came to the, this country and you and you want to develop the business, you've got plenty of opportunities. You need to work hard and you need to have a great network around you and uh, uh, and probably that my, my, my dream is coming uh, then. It's uh, loads of uh, um, um, I've engaged number of different people into the groups now, and uh, I'm hopefully hopefully it will become uh, um, the best place to go when it comes to the diversity. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> you you started your business with just a, a few hundred pounds. Uh, you 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 came to. To the UK, you came to Britain, um, got a job, uh, and then eventually started your business. But I mean, it's grown massively. How did you make all the high-level connections that you that you have? I'm thinking of RBS, NatWest, uh, Carter Lemons, uh, Carter Lemon Cameron Solicitors, British Polish Chambers of Commerce. 
and this they, they sponsor your events they they uh they provide prestigious venues in london uh, natwest and rbs provide prestigious venues in london and edinburgh for your events how, how did you build your network of contacts I think best answer is I, I never saw, sell anything to those people um, in terms of product or in terms of um, in terms of service. It was just a really good connections that uh, uh, that I had in my in my book, um, uh, and and then we we just came to uh, with number of ideas what we can do with 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 our events. So basically, the product of of the organization like PB Link or Edinburgh Connections is event. So people coming to the event, people coming and for different reasons um, to find partners, sales, to find even um, uh, job. Um, and we realized we realized that we, we have something in common. So everyone wants to tap to different groups, but there is. Uh, but, uh, if if someone of our listening listeners uh, have done any events, they easily can can know how how uh, how difficult it is to run events and, and 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 engage with people. So they realize, okay, if there is a, someone who can help me to bring the people and interesting people, I can help him too. And I think that was the basics basic. So so the the uh, of of being on entrepreneur to listen people what what problem do you have and how we can cooperate together so the the the, the invoice the sales is always by the end of this journey and then you realize you need to have a finance you can ask for some some budgets and how we can do this but uh, um, I think the first first uh, question I ask myself how we can help these people and then once I actually answered that question, the next question came up. Okay, so let's do something together. And that was that was um, probably the answer. But how, when it comes to how I've done it, so it's probably yeah. so when it comes to British Polish Chamber of Commerce, it was easy. Um, uh, just I, I just phoned them up. So obviously the Mr. Google and uh, I Google uh-huh. um, uh, some keywords, and the British Polish Chamber came up. I researched their website. I just gave them a call and I've just started the relationship immediately after that. And, um, uh, and so that was the VPCC when it comes to NatWest like um, uh, clients. That is uh, purely networking. It took me just about two years to actually uh, get to uh, to the right contacts uh, in 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 uh, in the uh, in NatWest, and at actually uh, everything has started from one of the event in uh, in Edinburgh. So I was in, uh, invited mm. to one of the business events. Then right. someone uh, introduced me to to key people. Then another key people introduced me to other people. Then I had to do a number of follow ups, probably ten fifteen easily for the <laughs> for the wow. uh, period of twelve months time, and then uh, someone actually catch this message and say, "Okay, Bart, I will introduce you to someone who you might talk to." So, oh, so that was okay. that was it. <laughs> this is this is very much I've noticed on your website more than one article that uh, uh, blog or article that has uh, come up with the phrase about networking is more about farming. Than hunting, and I think that story that you just told there about uh, putting all that time and all that patience into building your network until you got to the stage that you're at, <clears throat> and just meeting people, I guess, and gradually uh, climbing the way up the ladder until you you, yeah. you meet the decision maker. And of course, the great thing now is for people who go along to your networking events, people like me and, and all the other people who go along. We actually reap the benefit of that because I go along and I bump into senior decision makers, business owners, directors, and so forth, 
just by going to the event. So I'm I'm riding on the back of the work that you put in for two years, three years, four years to create this network, of really high value quality connections. That's great. And what I would like to just uh, add is obviously whatever you're doing in the business is is your assets when it comes to networking and, and business relationships. So so it, it's, it's it just obviously you can't build a house uh, within a matter of minutes. Um, you, you need to have your team, people and so on. It's just pretty much the same with networking and with uh, building relationship. This is your asset and you, you never know when these people will help you. And after a, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years of time, I believe, you will have strong people in front of you. So then you can, you know, you're, you won't be afraid to grow your business, your ambition. So, so it's, 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 it's like really building up something uh, that is, um, you know, that, that you can see uh, that, that, that will build, give you enough uh, foundation for, you know, for business development in the future. Mm-hmm. Following on from that, I'd like to go back to this um, this idea of immigrant entrepreneur. So you, you, you identify as an immigrant entrepreneur. You, you came to the UK, an entrepreneur. Now, you've had great success in the UK as an entrepreneur from overseas. From overseas sorry. What do you see as the advantages or perhaps disadvantages of being an entrepreneur in Britain as an immigrant? Yeah, so uh, really good question, Bill. Um, so the, the the disadvantage, it's always a question of uh, probably language barrier is is, is the uh-huh. first one I would I would always say is if you will come to this country and if you want to do the business and if you want to sell to fifty plus million people, you need to speak the language. Um, mm-hmm. And that is all. That was that is number one. Um, that number one challenge. Um, that that I, I could see. Um, I'm, my language. I, I used to speak German <laughs> in at ah. school, and and we, we had a so English wasn't on my uh, kind of priority list of of languages, but uh, obviously it's common language, and it took me uh, a little bit of effort to to get the, to get there. Uh, but I I know some of the people are approaching me, not only Polish, everyone who is doing the and Bart, maybe can you help me with a uh, you know translation or maybe not translation just kind of communication so mm-hmm. i think language barrier is is the first challenge um yep. n- number two is uh, it's probably the um the, the cultural differences a little bit soft one but again as a poll uh, people are going straight to the business after you know initial uh, initial talk uh, yeah. w- while here is more more small talk, more more building relationships. So that is something that is that people don't uh, don't understand fully. Sure. Um, so it's probably two uh, two challenges. Uh, but obviously, then uh, is when it comes to scaling up business, uh, finding best partners. And if you don't have a networks, then you need to rely on uh, s- some of the the businesses that rely on their own native network, which is sometimes. Uh, uh, stumble block with their development process because they need to open up. Um, uh-huh. So just keeping keeping close with you know with with the small network they've got, they're not opening up. But this is again a yeah. little bit of cultural aspect of of doing business here. Sure, sure. So that, yeah, that's interesting because the way I see some of the secret of your success is so far is that we spoke about having this time and patience and building a network, and then you've revealed that really. That's not the Polish way. In in Poland, 
you wouldn't have perhaps taken quite so much time to gradually patiently build up. You'd have got straight into the uh, the nub of the matter and and approach people directly and pitch to them. Whereas that's not what you've done. You've you've I guess you've gone the British way rather than the Polish way. And of course, we are famous in the UK and Britain for all our small talk and never getting round to the the point. And and it's interesting as well because most countries will teach English as a second language uh, to people in school. But of course, a lot of the ex-Soviet, ex-communist countries, they didn't. They were uh, the, uh, the, the, the concentrate on languages like Russian or the languages of countries next door, like uh, Germany. If you. So you actually came to the UK with little to no English at all and got to the level that you're at and achieved everything you've achieved uh, by learning English after you got here? That, that, that's right. I, I took a, when it comes to language, uh, it's uh, it took me a while. So um, my first connection with language, English language, was actually to go to USA uh, for uh-huh. during my study, and um, it was just uh, one of this campus style um, where you work and travel, uh, and that was my first ever um, uh, first ever connection to you know, like kind, kind of real life example of how to how to do and I'm still laughing a little bit because when I flew to I think New York um, from from Warsaw I think one of the one of the waiter waiter uh, asked me whether I want to have a turkey for a meal uh, or some vegetarian dish and uh, in 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 Turkey uh, Turkey uh, in 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 Polish mean 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 like Turkey like country and I was like what. Yeah. Yeah, talking sure. about i was like what? i was completely <laughs> confused sure, sure. <laughs> so that was my level of my english i was like what what he's talking about to me so uh, that was my first language kind of lessons and i think i did the hard way i just i just i just need to do it and then um oh. when i came back i graduated in uh, and then came came to to, to uk um I took some lessons, um, mm-hmm. but I realized that just lessons, English lessons, that, that doesn't help me. So I, I just, just to be honest, I've, I've I choose the right course for me. I, I like marketing, so I've, I've done this diploma in Chartered Institute of Marketing. It was a little oh, bit tough for me, but yeah. I had, I had to just go to the books and just, just read, oh. just write, oh, and I've done it. I, I passed all yeah. exams in 2008. Yeah. So I'm qualified <laughs> as a chartered marketer. Oh, well done. Fantastic, fantastic. But you've said that your ambition is to create the most diverse business network in the UK. Do you think that's something missing at the moment in UK business networking circles? Uh, I think there are lots of groups, and I think uh, my purpose is also to work with these groups. Um, uh, it's, but it's also, I think we are now, uh, as we are recording this podcast in 2020, in uh, massive change. Uh, number one is the question mark about the Brexit. Mm-hmm. Number two is pandemic that might affect some uh, some of us more than all others, and I think this is now uh, we need to be bold about our roots, about you know who are we in this country and how we are we all building up. I, I've attended one of the events uh, run by uh, FCO, um, uh, and they have uh, been really strict about about you know what. What what we're gonna do as a, as a three million of Europeans living in this country and uh, 
And one of one of the really interesting speakers said, you know, uh, we need to create this country, not just watch how it, you know, developed. And uh, mm -hmm. so I, I want to take a little bit more active role, as I think this is something that I can do uh, as a, someone who has who are coming with different background. And and I would like to add my own experience. I don't know. Maybe maybe we will do something together uh, with different organizations. And um, I'm, I'm still keen. I'm I'm in touch with loads of different organizations. So it might happen that yeah. that PBLink becomes something something much bigger. Uh, but the whole purpose is to give uh, opportunity equal opportunities for everyone. Doesn't matter of their background, country, color of skin, and so on. Uh, but how do you see networking developing after the pandemic? Which let's assume it's going to go away, there will be an afterwards. How do you see networking in 20, 2021, 2022? Are people becoming more accustomed now to doing it via Zoom and other remote networking, or do people prefer face-to-face? -face? I think the simple answer could be a mixture of both in that respect. So at the very beginning of the pandemic, everyone was like uh, just looking for best way, you know, to find any kind of support. Um, uh, and uh, I think there is a, some psychology uh, advice saying that you know you can you can you can build your habits within six to eight weeks. So obviously now we are now six months um, in in this pandemic, just over six months, and everyone's got a habit to actually go and jump into the call. The problem is that obviously this is still digital. Mm and what I call the digital relationship, uh, which is like, uh, we are all human. So obviously we, we, we need to, we need to have a, that interaction to actually bond, to actually have this chemistry really between people. And I, mm -hmm. I think, uh, I think the, the, the future, at least for whatever we are doing is to have a mixture of both simply because we can attract different people with our zoom or online events. We've uh -huh. seen loads of different people with different countries jumping to our call, which is great. Uh, but again, if the business will be bold about their expansion plans, let's say to export to UK, they, they need to be here. They need to have their own presence. They need to understand the market conditions. They need to have, they need to employ people um, with local knowledge. So sooner or later, they need to, they will realize, okay, nice networking. I met really good people and exchange LinkedIn, but I, again, I need to be there. So. I think future is um, is mixture of both. Um, it's also to, I think, as always, listen people what they want. Um, I some of our members said, you know, Bart, I, I just hate the Zoom events. I I want I just want to meet, to have a pint, to talk to sure. people. Um, and I think we, we need to provide some values for both of both types of people. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I like that. Yeah. Um, let me see. I'm thinking now. I'd like to. I'd like to wrap up with two questions, mm -hmm. and uh, I know what my last one's going to be. How would you say that your businesses? We've, we've spoken about them before. PB Link, Edinburgh Connections, and Automate. Now, how would you say they differ from their competition? I think the one difference is, as everyone's else, is that. Uh, the owner is unique, and I'm unique uh, in that respect. So I'm driving the both um, all all the, um, uh, the the projects forward. So one way is that everyone's business uh, is different because of their owners or CEOs, and they've got different culture of doing businesses. So I think, yeah, that's 
that's number one. Yep. But I would say that n- number two, when it comes to the uh, like PB-Link uniqueness, is obviously um, the people um, that are coming to these events. It's it's different uh, backgrounds, um, different stories of of the people. Uh, people who probably you won't be able to meet if you jump to the other events. So that's that's probably the one. When it comes to Edinburgh Connections, pretty simple. Is we are local, so if you want to go a local and do the um, in business and knowledge, you can just just talk to local business networks, people who are actually here. So that is yep. what is what is what makes us different. Um, and I think for both um, Edinburgh and uh, Connections and PB Link is that we are community driven. So it's we don't have any agenda um, uh, behind us. This is purely networking and we are entrepreneurs. So owners of um, networking events are run by entrepreneurs who run the events. Um, so that is that is really bold. When it, com- when it comes to Automate Now uh, and uh, helping businesses is um, uniqueness of us and the experience of using the systems um, we use HubSpot system, CRM system to manage our database. And we, we've done this for the past three years with database over of over 4,000. 4, so we, we've done it. We Best case studies is our case studies, how we've managed this, all of this. And, and I, I think also um, asking people uh, what, what we actually provide and testimonials. Um, and uh-huh. So that's probably what, what makes us a little bit different than, than the others. Yeah, yeah. We we should uh, we should schedule another another interview at some time I think but to talk about automate now HubSpot customer relation management and how that has enabled you to grow from your very small and humble beginnings to uh, spinning the plates of these three businesses and these three large su- successful businesses that you have at the moment. But uh, we're now on to our last question. We're on to the whole point of the interview, and if you've if you've held on, listen this here it comes. But what is the secret of business? Uh, I, I think there is no um, one way to actually have a solution uh, and tick all the boxes and say, "Hey, oh, you've got this success." I, I think it comes with. I think I came up with the four four main main points. The, the first one is um, love what you do. And be authentic in that way. Uh, if you if you if you want to start your business, and um, you need to somehow love what you do, and um, in that way you will be become more more like uh, someone who will create the, uh, the 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 business rather than just working on the business. So so authenticity and loving what you do. Number two. Uh, hard work. Into, my phrase is to prepare for minimum twelve hour of work a day for the next five to seven years to get the success. Sounds a little bit harsh, but this is what it is. Uh, success doesn't come with for free. Uh, you need to give up and bear in mind. If you have your family, you've got different tasks of your life. You need to into into jungle between all of this. So hard working attitude is number two and uh, number three. I guess it's uh, yeah, sur- surround with the right people, people who are mm, who are who are who are inspiring you. Um, yep. Look at what where are they and and just try to follow them. Um, not only on social media, but physically go to the events, pay that that that, that greater fee for this event and meet them. Try to build that relationship, uh, so then you can learn out of what they what they've done and you can implement. 
And I think the fourth one is constant improvement. So improve whatever you've built over the year, two, three, five, uh, you need to improve. And I think this crisis showed us that that improvement must be on, on the radar all of the time. You need to change the model, you need to change the offering. Perhaps you can open another business. Uh, it doesn't mean that if you run your own business now, that in five years' time, uh, you still will be on the business. So every year, every I, I think my, my attitude is in January, I'm always opening my laptop computer and saying, okay, what I can do uh, better this year or what I can improve so I can in December, so I can say, okay, uh, I've done some uh, some small step to actually improve. It could be changing the website. It could be working on your content. It could be even uh, maybe do some partnership with someone. So change, do something different every year. So that is probably my fourth, fourth point. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Bart. Love what you do. Be authentic. Work hard. 12 hours a day for the next five to six years. There's no slacking off. Surround yourself with the right people. Build relationships and have a policy of continuous improvement. These are the secrets, or this is the secret of business from Bart Kowalczyk. The next, the next podcast that we do, we'll be speaking to a different, different entrepreneur. We may well hear a different secret. But for now, you've heard it all from Bart Kowalczyk. Thank you very much, Bart, for, for joining me today. Thank you. That, Thank you, Bill. And, yeah, and that's the end of our podcast. Thank you, everyone. Join us at our next event and engage with the business community.